It's gonna be over. It's gonna be over. You ain't even gonna wanna get married after this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm <j> sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm joking, guys. I'm joking. You're gonna be ready. You're gonna be better prepared to get married after this. Exactly. That's what's gonna happen. That's what's going to. That's what it's really gonna be. Um, let's get this thing started. One, two, three. Welcome, 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 brothers and sisters, siblings of the earth, all my people out there, all of our people out there. Right, I am your right. boy Don Dees, and I am here with my sister, Tierra Monique. And we are here to give you what you need. Oh man, we are talking about marriage today, but yeah. we're not talking about it like a big hunky-dory love song type situation. No. We are going to have you questioning whether you want to get married. Or no, no, I'm joking. We're not going <laughs> to No. But, but no, 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 no. But we are going to talk about the realities, right, of right. the situation, the myths of marriage, because we want to prepare you. Look at this as preparation, all right? right. Don't look at it as, right. you know, uh, they just trying to destroy my life and my love. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Uh, no, we're not trying to do no, that. No, we no, are trying, trying to help you be prepared yes. so that you can get go into this thing like a champ and you'll be like, dude, I am killing marriage. This is off the chain. Right. Let's keep it going, because that's what you want. That's what we want you to preserve right. the situation, mm -hmm. okay? Um, but before we get into our talk, let's just do a quick check-in. My sister, what is new with you? Well, what's new with me is I'm officially 40. I celebrated my, my birthday hey. over the weekend. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. I had a good, good, good weekend. Um, man, I was kid-free. I was kid-free kid until like Sunday evening. Um, wow. Yeah, I had a good time. I had, had some fun. One night, because I did like a three, two, well, it was five, three parts. The first night was with friends. The second night was with friends. And the third day was mm -hmm. with family. Um, we celebrated because my brother's birthday is the day after mine. So, yeah, we just did all oh, that. Okay. Yeah, but one of the nights I went to karaoke. <laughs> oh, shoot. Which was, oh, shoot. <laughs> I thought it What's was, your go to? What's your go to jam? Um, I don't really have a go to. <laughs> But if you uh, but if you want to know what my first go to was it was uh, Super Freak by Rick James. <laughs> oh, here we go! I love me some the Rick James. Kind you don't bring home the, to mama. The kind you don't bring home to mama. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So that was my, my that was my go to. But it was so funny because I hadn't done it in a long time, and um, uh -huh. we walked in, and I was like, "Oh, this this is not gonna be good." Because when you walk in, I see when I see two. 70 something to 80 year old uh couple sitting in the front i'm like oh what's what's going on in here what's popping in here but they were yeah. they were the, like kind of like the life of the of the night they were really good when i was up oh, when yeah. i was up singing my second song which was kiss by prince uh -huh. i love prince okay i turned around and there was a little old man behind me trying to shake his thing <laughs> hey he was doing this he was doing this thing and i was like hey 
But that's what's new with me. I had a really, really great, 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 great week uh, in nice. of, of enjoying my birthday. And I was off until today. I went back to work today. So mm -hmm. um, I'm ready for my next mini vacation. But that was really good. So what's up with you? Yeah. Dude, nothing, nothing <laughs> too new right now, right? man. We just, the kids went back to school um, this week, so okay. my uh, productivity has gone up, and it was just in time because there was many demands, and, right. you know, as the world starts going back up, um, I don't know, man. Pastors, they like to have meetings, man. A lot. Like, ah, A lot. Mm -hmm. I hate meetings, <laughs> but, uh, you know, they, pastors have it, and we yeah. had one, so I, I, I had a... I mean, it was a good meeting, but, you know, it's just like, dang, man, you know, can we email? And, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I got things to do. Right, you know? right, right. But, um, but it was, you know, it was good. So I'm just, I'm just getting more and more into the grind of things. Right. And, uh... Figuring out, you know, what's the last moves here as we get, as we actually get ready for the holiday vacation. So hopefully, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that, that finishes well. My wife, she's got a couple weeks left in her um, studies for her degree. Okay. Uh, <coughs> sorry, for the, uh, for the quarter. And then the kids will be done. And then we'll be in with the vacation mode and all that good stuff. Oh. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Fun, fun, fun. That's really fun. Really, really fun. Well, that's yeah. good. So, are you ready to get into today's topic? Let's <laughs> do it. Exactly, man. This right. is such a good topic, it and it's topic so today. needed. Um, we do want to give y'all a, a little call to action. Yes, though. yes, yes. Uh, we, 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 we want to build this thing. Um, we had we had an episode where the the listening was astonishingly low and we don't want that guys no. we want y'all to listen yes, we gotta listen. We need you to share it with your peeps we need to we need to get it out there right. man we got some good info good some good some combos mm -hmm. and uh and we're trying to expand this like this is uh this is fun this is informative. It's educational, yes. and it's also a way for us to just uh, reach out. It's it's like uh, it's like um, practical ministry. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like we're getting out there, just doing, um, trying to trying to help people improve their life through our experiences. Like, don't do it. We done did it. You don't right. want to go this route. Right. All right. Um, and so we're trying to help you out. We're trying to have a good time. Have us some good adult conversation. Um, and so we need y'all to follow. We need you to listen. We need you to subscribe. Right. Or give some good ratings on Spotify, Anchor, uh, Google, Apple Podcasts, all of them all joints. All of that. Uh, so that we can uh, get that thing popping. Okay? okay. But we about to jump into this topic. Mm -hmm. Myths of marriage Yay. oh my goodness yes, yes, yes. what 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 could we possibly be talking about <laughs> um and as i understand it we're we're not just gonna leave you hanging with the myths we're gonna we're gonna tell you why they're a myth right we're gonna we're gonna and we're gonna give you some truth so you right. can combat it right and so uh uh take us through my sister, I'ma just jump in when when the spirit oh, hits, okay. but uh let you know, let you just you just take us through this. Tell us what's what and where it's gonna be and when and why. All right. And how and what. All right. So a lot of people are getting married <laughs> today. <laughs> and a lot of, <laughs> and a lot of people are getting married today and a lot of people are getting divorced. But this is basically uh before before you say I do kind of a basically a you know, precautionary, not to say don't get married. 
it's just saying that mm -hmm. everybody has their idea of marriage you know especially little girls who grow up and they watch in disney and they see the prince charming and all that stuff but all that stuff's not real <laughs> mm. and marriage is not mm. a fairy tale so first of all before you you know want to go ahead and get into marriage before you you know try to think that you know your fantasy in your head is going to be a reality we want to help you today so first what is marriage so based on google <laughs> marriage is the process by which two people make their relationship public official and permanent it is a joining of two mm. people in a bond that putatively lasts until death, but in practice is often cut short by separation or divorce. And in some cultures, marriage is mandatory before exploring sex with your partner that is approved by God and some cultures. Now there's another definition that I found that was really good from um, Dr. Miles Monroe, the purpose, his book, The Purpose and Power of Love and Marriage. And he says that marriage is a steady, unchanging institution enter into by two people who are constantly changing as they grow and mature and i thought that was way mm. better than the google <laughs> than the google mechanical technical joint yeah sterile joint because yeah. it is steady it is a continual process because even though you say i do it's like what happens after you say i do even though you say i mm -hmm. do it is a continual process of learning that person over and over and over again each day because they're not going to be the same. We're going to get into a little bit of that later. But yes, of two people who are constantly changing and, and who are growing and maturing, you're going to be doing that together. So you have to ask yourself mm -hmm. before you get married, and do I want to marry someone? Do I want to marry this person and be okay with how they change and grow as we go along in this mm -hmm. marriage? Because with that person never changes or grows. <laughs> that's a whole that's another question Dang. you know hey how about that <laughs> so yeah yikes. yeah yikes right so yeah that that's what marriage is it's a, it's a marriage is a marathon it's not a sprint it's not a, it's not a, mm -hmm. what is that thing 100 by 100 or whatever it is it's a whole mm -mm -mm -mm. it's a whole right. marathon it's a country cross <laughs> marathon yep. that you're gonna have to stick with if you're really committed to, to getting married okay all right so now that we the know what yeah what yeah definitely a triathlon <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah so um well no i was what is that thing the iron iron man thing uh where they go yeah, through the, the waters uh, they got the iron they man they got the spartan run they got the mud run they got that is a really good example a visual if you can if you can think about that when they go through the waters they go over obstacles they go through mud things mm. you're gonna be going mm. through some good some <laughs> up and down but it's very rewarding. Up and down. It's, it's not all bad. Yeah. It's very rewarding. Okay, so first. Yeah. Okay. It's not all bad. <laughs> oh my okay, god. I shouldn't say it like that. No, marriage is it's good, good, guys. We like it. It is we good. Just, yeah, yeah. But it's there's some things it's you need some to things know. Things you need to know. Yeah. Okay, you got to really commit because you don't. To be honest, you shouldn't get married because of love. You should get married because you want to mm. actually grow. Ooh, you want to. That's a hot take. Yeah, right there. you should. You should marry because you want to actually grow with someone and do life with someone. Because love can be fleeting, and depending on your definition of love, you may not love that person based on whatever you define love as. So you want to take love out of it. Yes, love is great, but you want to take love out of it, and you want to say, okay, I want to make a life with this person for the rest of my life. Okay, so just remember mm, that. Okay, okay? Mm, take that, <laughs> put it in your pipe and smoke it. 
All right, so let's get into these myths. So we don't have a, there's okay. there's a very long list of myths, but we have a little bit that we want to go ahead and tell you about. So myth number one is, my spouse will be my everything and make me happy. Mm. Yeah, that that's not, that's not true. So, no, yeah, that's, that's, that's not true. So the idea of this is, they will meet every need and know what I need and want at all times. So Mercy. you basically think that your spouse, your thought is my spouse becomes a telepathic super being with the likeness of God. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds hilarious. Because yeah. we do, we think we think that once we meet, once we say I do, that you're supposed to know everything. If I didn't know everything about you before I said I do, why do you think that this magic piece of paper was going to make me know mm. everything about you before. And so right. the consequence of this myth is you become easily disappointed and you have unrealistic expectations. Because the truth is your spouse can't fulfill your every need. You are responsible for your own happiness. So you have to be happy first before you go into a re any relationship, whether it's marriage or uh, a committed relationship. You have to be happy first with yourself. Knowing that the person that comes mm. into your life is going to add happiness to you, not be your happiness, because there's going to be—they're not always going to be able to make you happy. And it—that's a lot of pressure. Yes, man. it is. It's, it's a lot of pressure. Why would you want to put that on someone else? Why can't? Why can't you take some of that burden off of them and and, and do and do do your due diligence to do your part to make your own self happy, and then allow them to add to your happiness. So. Your spouse can't mm, be your everything. Like and if you're coming from a faith standpoint, your spouse is not supposed to be your everything anyway. Because that means you're putting your spouse above God because God's supposed to be your everything. So now you're so mm. now you're idolizing your spouse and trying to get them to meet your every need when the Bible says that God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. Yes, Lord. So not my spouse. It doesn't say your spouse is supposed to supply all your needs according to the riches and glory that they have, which they don't have a lot. <laughs> They're not going to have mm, a lot unless mm. you're a billionaire like Bill Gates or somebody. And even still, Bill Gates couldn't get it right because he got divorced. Okay, so there it is. Wow. Wow. So there it is. So there it is. So there it is. Bezos' girlfriend uh, is in love with uh, Leo DiCaprio, right? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. That was, on a, that was on a podcast. Oh, yeah. I think I saw was... that clip where yeah, she was yeah, looking yeah, up yeah, at him yeah, like, oh, my gosh, look at Olivia. She Olympia. was looking at him like, wow. Ooh. And her boyfriend is Bezos. Yeah. Like, dang, all that money. And it's, she's still looking at him. Because at the end of the day, money, <laughs> money does not really make people happy. It makes it makes life oh, no. easier. But in relationships, mm -hmm. it doesn't really make people happy. People like what they like, whether you got money or not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Facts, facts. Yeah. And it's not like we're not, you know, your your spouse is not like a, a court gesture. Right. Like you don't summon them and make me happy or, <laughs> or cut off your head. Tell me a joke. Emotionally, right. or, uh, verbally, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 yeah. that's yeah. not their job. Nah, 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 nah. That's not their job. They're there to add to your happiness and to hopefully support you and motivate you to grow so that you can continue to be happy in the marriage, mm, you know? Yeah. All right, so I like yeah, that. I like that. That's good. Number two, the myth is marriage is a continual fantasy of romance. Okay, so i.e. i.e. like you're holding hands all the time. You have PDA, which is public display of affection, all the time. You're on cloud nine mm. all the time, and it's all about flowers, cars, mm. and candy. Like you're you're in this 
this I do it just for you. <laughs> You're in this continual space <laughs> of the Valentine's Day experience every day. And mm. that consequence of that myth is you're not dealing with the reality of marriage, which comes with <laughs> bills. <laughs> you're out of reality. You're not in the reality of marriage, which is bills, being supportive, raising kids. You have mm. work, the everyday mm. life of marriage. And that is not to say that you're not going to have that cloud nine feeling of your spouse, you know, at any time within your marriage. But it is to say that you can't live in the flowers, cars, and candy fantasy every day because life happens yeah. and you're going to go through these routines. And if you have children, you have to delegate. Okay, who's going to do this? Who's going to do that? And then you also have to continually want to serve each other because that's what marriage is all about. It's about serving one another. And mm -hmm. sometimes that service is not just, oh, go get, let, me go get some, let me go get her some chocolates. No, that service is, mm -hmm. let me go ahead and take these clothes out the washing machine and put them in the dryer before she gets home. You know, you know, mm -hmm. let me go ahead and, and make her something to eat or dinner because I know she worked all day and I was off today. You know, let me, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's just those things, you know, and for the, for the wife, it, it could be, you know, let me go ahead and take out the trash and not wait until he mm -hmm. gets home to take out the trash. Come on, ladies. I know that yeah. the trash is nasty and it stinks. But whatever you ate stunk when you put it in the trash. <laughs> and it <laughs> so I mean it's it's all about, you know, getting getting out of that uh you're gonna be my butterfly all the time and you're not gonna be in butterflies all the time. So the truth mm -hmm. to that is, you know, life is not smooth sailing and your marriage will not be either. So you have to make a decision to work out all the ups and downs while making time to add romance back in the marriage on purpose so yes you can add yeah. the romance on i know i've heard several um experts and pastors say that you know have a have a um a date have a date every week with your mm -hmm. spouse with your mate um it can be a, a date mm -hmm. where you're going out physically or where you're making sure that you're at home with each other and you're doing something together um, so it's, mm. it's basically making an intentional effort to put each other first and that adds the romance right. back because of when a woman feels like she's wanted and needed, um, in a way that's not outside of doing things for you, then mm. all the juices and berries start to flow in again. <laughs> hey, there we go, man. That's right. You know, that's you right. know, and that makes things grow. <laughs> definitely does more ways than one the, the worm comes out of the ground <laughs> out of the ground you feel me <laughs> the love begins to flourish the worm comes uh, out the home is open i don't know what other <laughs> innuendos we could do but it's all there it's all there yes and i wanted to, to say something about that too like i remember my wife mm -hmm. and i before we got married, yeah. this is her wisdom. She is her one of her superpowers is just being okay. real. She she's just like she, you know, she's like not really in the fantasy world right. at all. And she's like, you know, our love is gonna change. Right. Oh, that's so like, good. What are you talking that's about? So good. Yeah, she she said it before we got married. She's like, I need you got you got to know this. And me, I was in the fantasy mm -hmm. land for yeah. serious. I was like, what? 
what are you talking about? You know, like Peter, Jesus, I will never leave your right. side. What are you talking about? I will never right. change. Absolutely not. Right. You know, and she was like, no, dude, seriously, like, it's going to change. Like, we're not always going right. to feel the same way as we right. are. Like, we got to know that now going in. And I was like, dude, we had an argument about it for real because I was like, I don't think she's telling me she doesn't want to get married, but I don't like where this is going. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to jump into this and knowing that this ain't going to be right, what it is. This right, is what I right, plan to be right. doing, you know. Um, and, I, you know, it's interesting because I think I don't know if we were thinking of love. You know, I might have just been thinking about love and just grouped everything together. Gotcha. And instead of saying, you know, she was like, our love's going to change. Not we're not going to love. Right. But it's gonna look different, and I was thinking, wait, what you talking about? You gonna not love me right, anymore? Right. She's like, dude, I'm not. I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> just, like, we gotta be in the reality. But yeah, I remember that because it was like a, it was a whole thing. You right. Know? It was a whole. For me, I was like, nah. What are we doing then? And why are we doing this? Right. Right. You know, but no, you right. right. You right. Right. Which, right. which goes to love languages. I was talking to someone the other day, and I was saying that I, mm. I um, I do my love language <clears throat> quiz once a year because I'm not the same person every year. I mean, for, I mean, ergo, I just Ooh. turned forty. I'm not, I'm not the same person I was when I was thirty nine because there are things that now I don't want to tolerate. I, I wouldn't say I'm in a I don't care mentality, but I'm, I, uh-huh. I'm in a mentality where I'm not trying to people please anymore. At at the expense mm. of my own self love and my own happiness, um, so uh-huh. um, you're gonna change and like with your love languages changes. My love every time I do it, it something shifts. And then I do have one that's date that mm. remains the same all the time. But depending on how I'm feeling or where I am in my life, my love language will change. Mm-hmm. I think they change. And so your your wife is correct that your love is gonna look different based, especially how you grow yeah. and then having children and you know, whatever else happens in your in, in life, it will change. But not for the for the bad, but for the good. Yeah. Yeah. What what is your what are your love languages right now? Oh, okay. <laughs> or do I you do, know, I know or do you I know guess. do you or one no, of them? I, I, one of them no, I know, up? I know. My my love language my first love language is quality time, which I also equate mm. to communication. Because like I can't always because I'm not married, I can't always be with the person that I'm talking to. Or dating, so mm-hmm. quality time slash mm-hmm. communication, um, and then my number two is physical touch, which does not mean mm-hmm. sex, people, because people automatically oh it's sex. No, it could be holding hands, it could be cuddling, yeah. it could be in close connection with that person, close proximity. Um, and then mm-hmm. the next one is acts of service, and the next one is and words of affirmation and gifts are tied, and it, and those didn't always used to be that way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, nice. I'm not really a gift person per se, um, uh, unless you're giving me a gift that I can use. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm at first. Yeah, I'm not like for Valentine's Day. You want to? You want to? I want a um, gas card. You want a mop? You want to read a ream of paper <laughs> for your printer? <laughs> yes. If you know that I'm out of paper like, and I'm constantly out of paper, yes. You know what? Happy Valentine's Day! I got you these gel, these big gel pens. I want you. I know you got to take. I notes. want me a grocery card. I want me a grocery gift card. I want me mm-hmm. a, a Walmart, Target. I want something where I can go and buy something that I'm going to use. 
I don't want no chocolate unless you, I mean, you can give me a little 99 cent chocolate, but don't spend $30 on no box of chocolates. Especially mm. when you know mm -hmm. I, I don't need to eat it anyway. <laughs> What's your love language? There is, there is you know that. your love language? There is that, yes. Do you know your, uh-huh, yeah. Oh, uh, man, I didn't take that <laughs> test for a long time, but uh, I, if I were to just kind of think, um, <clears throat> I think acts of okay. service. yeah is a mm -hmm. big one for yeah. me you know i think i because the crazy thing is i don't really be thinking about love languages but i do know that when uh and i always kind of mix acts of service with gifts right because sometimes i'll be thinking like okay well they went out and did this you know they went and bought something and brought it to me and you know because i liked it and so i'm like okay i don't i think those two are kind of similar mm -hmm. sim similar for me um because I find that those are the times when I'll really like, you know, I'll be surprised. I'm like, wow, right. wow, that was that was cool. If somebody does something for me. I'm like, wow, you value me enough to do exactly. something um, for specifically for me or because of me. Right. Or whatever. I'm like, I'm the motivation. So that right. that always is good. Um, physical touch is in there. It's in there. Um, I don't know. I feel like so mechanical when I think about that. I'm like, man, okay. Yeah, have I? I haven't held hands with my wife for a while, man. Let me, <laughs> let me do that. You know. Because um, for me, I mean, I do like it, but, you know, right. it's, I, I, like I said, I don't be thinking mm -hmm. about it. So, um, but I do like it when it right. happens. So of it's course. Good. It's good. It's good. Um, yeah, and then I don't know where the other ones are. They all at the bottom fighting. <laughs> they all fighting. <laughs> At least you know a little bit of no, them. No, we know whatever, I, whatever the yeah. day is. I feel like yeah. I don't care. Yeah, you go, you today, you yeah. today. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, well that's good. All right, so let's get to yeah. number three. So this is gonna be a good one. Oh, they're yeah. getting to number three. All right, number three. My spouse. The myth Repeat. is when you get married or you're about to get married, you think that my mm -hmm. spouse is a porn star. <laughs> they're, that they're that they're on ready mode all the time. They can do all the positions Shoot. and scenarios. They last for hours. Mm -hmm. Unless you on unless you on Bluetooth, mm. yeah. Hey, hey, Bluetooth. We'll, Bluetooth. We'll, no, yeah, be, yes. Be our Come sponsor. On, Bluetooth, help us uh, out. But yeah, uh, and they want to be pleased in the same way all the time, or in the same way like you did with somebody else. Okay, mm. so the consequence of this myth is there are unmet expectations, their disappointment, and rejection can lead to infidelity. So, your spouse is not a porn star, and so I say this is because that if you, I know we, you know, we come from faith based, whatever, but people watch pornography, whether they're Christian or non Christian, mm -hmm. and so, yes, oh, yeah, um, I was one of them. Okay, so if you watch porn. And you are thinking that, oh, these people are, when I get married, my wife or my husband is going to do the exact same thing. You are so mm -hmm. mistakenly wrong. Because one, one thing you need to know is that these are actors. Okay? These are actors right. and actresses. They have to say, stop. Wait a minute. Change. Get some water. Squirt that on there. Do that. Do that. Wait a minute. None of that is happening in the bedroom. You're not saying, stop. Wait a minute. <laughs> Unless, unless you're uncomfortable. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know anybody that's that comfortable. Well, maybe there are some right. people, but the majority of people are probably not comfortable enough right. with their own bodies right. to be doing directions Ex like exactly. that and then still exactly. enjoying it. By that time, the other person's like, well, well, fine. You do it yourself. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, you know? that's true. Let, but you let, let me tell you something okay. interesting, though, okay. on this. What I do like to watch, and this is another, everybody calm yourself, <laughs> calm yourself down. I like to watch interviews okay. with adult film okay. stars. Because I, I, I'm interested to see how they think about that industry. I'm interested okay. to, think, to see what they, you know, uh, you know, just how do they think about romance and love and okay. relationships and okay. all of this stuff. Um, and it was very interesting. I watched uh, one interview with the uh, actress, and she said, and she looked dead into the camera like she was like very mm -hmm. serious. And she was like, All of you need to understand that pornography is not love, it's entertainment. Exactly. It's not right. sex, it's entertainment. entertainment. I was like, It Ooh, is. Interesting. It is. It is. Coming from somebody in the industry, yeah. they want us yeah. to know that it's like don't don't be trying to do that. But maybe yeah, like you said, because the pressure is on. Right. If you if you think your your partner's about to be doing <laughs> all that and tricks stuff. and exactly and yeah. and, when I, and when I want to um to put a big emphasis on is being on ready mode all the time. So being on ready mode all the time is I'm ready because mm, mm. even if you don't watch pornography, you you don't even really have to if you're watching an R-rated movie that has sexual content in it. It's like right there in your face. Right, I'm sorry. Right. Let, me, let me let me go back. If you watch soap operas, <laughs> the soap operas now mm. on regular Teletube is so much like okay i'm i'm almost watching porn i'm almost watching a porn i mean it it, it mm, doesn't matter it's, mm. sex has become is so you know prevalent everything that we look at now it's like you don't even have to right. watch it's porn part of everything you, don't even have to, yeah. you can watch the what was that commercial with the hit with the shampoo and she went in the shower and she was they thought that she was doing something to herself and she was having a whole orgasmic experience while washing her hair oh yeah yeah like yeah back hey dude they used to try to say you remember calvin yes. take me away <laughs> bro i they was trying to slip some stuff in oh there, herbal bro. essence that's what it was you gotta i don't know how old you, you got you telling your age yeah. a little bit yeah. people out there if you if you know about cow gun take me and away herbal dude. essence that's what but, the name of that one that er, was er, herbal, herbal essence, essence. Herbal herbal essence. essence. Yes. yes but yes yo, they were they, they were, were doing yeah, too much yo, there was something definitely herbal in them things <laughs> they were doing too much Michelle. too Michelle. much but yeah but the yeah. movies and tv make you think that your partner is going to be ready every time and that's not what's going to happen because your spouse comes home it's not like oh drop the draws let's go ahead and do it right here on the kitchen no your kids mm -hmm. are right there mm -hmm. <laughs> or even if you don't have <laughs> even if you have don't even have kids um i'm tired i'm cooking um, give me a second or whatever. Now, what I will say, give me a second. He walked me, through the door. Golly, hold right, on. Right, let me go use the bathroom right quick. I had hold some on. beans today and I don't want to be <laughs> having a, a nice little, you know, thing yeah. going on while we're doing our thing. But what you can yeah. do to set it right is that you can have, you have to pregame. That's the whole thing. You have to pregame, which means. Sending love notes or leaving love notes before you leave the mm. house or sending nice text messages, you know, 
telling them how much you love them or you're thinking about them or you can't wait to do whatever you're going to do to them when you see them or you know paying paying attention to your um the love language like, like we just talked about you know um that pre-gaming will help your partner to be ready and you'll be able to be patient with them knowing that when you come home um i've already like basically you prime them if you ever had to go and um mow a lawn you have to prime that lawnmower <laughs> and it's just like mm. your spouse you gotta prime them up you can't just okay come on let's go ahead and do it no it's you have to base everybody has an ego and you have to stroke that ego no pun intended but really i am there's right. no pun intended you gotta stroke right. that thing right. no no we, we we we're here you for gotta the stroke puns. that thing which is the ego and you gotta get them ready that's right okay but uh, get them get ready. ready get them ready yo. But <laughs> take the time. Take the time, man. They got a yes. sizzle. Yes, it's not microwave. You know, it's a crock pot. You got, you got to, you got to. Yeah, I said. Just think about that. Which meals do right. you like more, microwave meals or simmer cooked? Exactly. Exactly. Joints. Exactly. Right? Come on. Yeah, exactly. When you see that love note or that text message in the morning. Or throughout the day, you're just mm -hmm. getting them juices flowing. Sizzle, 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 <laughs> you're just getting sizzle, them, sizzle, 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 Yes, enhances. it enhances it. So just remember, like your mm -hmm. your spouse is not on ready mode all the time. They're not a porn star. They can't can't just have sex all the time because sex is not the cake. Mm -hmm. It is the icing. You can eat the cake mm -hmm. without the icing, but it's better when it's on top. Another pun. But don't don't don't. We're here for the puns. <laughs> don't fight it. Don't fight it. We're here. For there the it puns. is. It's better on top. Icing, icing, ice on top, top, top. the top. But yeah, yeah. but sex, you know, your relationship is not just sex. Your marriage is not sex, okay? Sex right, is right. an experience to bond you two, to, you two together and to express your love for one another. That's where really love comes in. It's mm -hmm. like, okay, I love you. I want to show you I love you. I want to show you how much, how good you made me feel today, you know? So let let sex be that. Don't let sex be the in yeah. all be all. Okay. Right. I got a Go ahead. I got a question. I had a a conversation with one okay. of my aunts. And she was of the mm -hmm. belief that you are never supposed to deny your spouse like if they want it, you gotta oh, give it to yeah. them. Mm -hmm. What? Uh, what do you? What is your? What is your thought? It's a scripture, right? It says you're not supposed to. Is that what it says? I, I don't even know what it what it is. The, the, uh, uh, you know, there might be. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm sure somebody yeah, twisted that yeah. thing around. I was blame yeah. the patriarchy. <laughs> Yeah, right. the patriarchy probably didn't right. twisted that around. But uh but yeah, what do you think um, about it? Okay, yeah. Think? So what I think about that is is that it's all depends on your motive. So if you're withholding sex mm. because um you don't you got in an argument or like you're mad at them mm. for something, then that's mm. not good because you can always 
rectify that by having a conversation. Um, you know, hey, mm -hmm. I don't like the way you made me feel today. I don't, you know, what the argument that we had, can we agree? I think it's all about agreement. If you agree, hey, you know, look, mm -hmm. we had that argument really set me back today. And can we have this conversation? Especially when you already know, if y'all both have the same sex drive, which you probably won't have the exact same sex drive, but if you set if you set right, the right. tone in your relationship, your marriage, saying that, hey, whenever we get into something, we're not going to withhold sex from each other, but we are going to make sure that we respect one another to hear each other out. So the person doesn't feel like just mm -hmm. laying in the bed being taken advantage of and, and nothing is changing after the fact, you know? But and yeah. I will say that there is something wrong with withholding sex if that person is being abusive to you, um, if they are verbally abusing mm -hmm. you, if they are physically abusing you. Um, of course, you know, when it's that time of the month, you're not having sex, but hey, people lay down that people lay down that towel. <laughs> they lay down mm -hmm. that towel and get some dirty mm -hmm. sheets and they get it on. But <laughs> Wow just... guys. Extra <laughs> bonus. Info. I'm just saying. You guys should pay. Uh, that's what. That's what people. Right I mean, that's what guys. people do. Okay, that's, <laughs> that would that's what they doing. be doing. But I mean, that's what's yeah, out here. That's how I feel about it. I think you should never withhold it um, intentionally, or or use or use yeah. sex as a reward. Like, oh, you know, if if you mm -hmm. do this for me, ooh, then you're you're gonna get this sex tonight. Like he's a dog begging for a treat. Yeah, like 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 it's a it's not like a com it's not like a right. currency, um, within your right. loving relationship. You know, it's, you're not like you're not using it like it's not wielding it right. as a weapon. It's not uh some sort of manipulative tool. Um, it's part of the love part right. of your relationship. Right. You know, um, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. So, so you would say there's a difference from not denying and withholding yeah. like withholding is almost like active right uh active like malicious or hostile right. um withholding or, or 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 you know abstinence right. or something like that you know yeah but uh there's you know realistically, realistically. there's times where you're like ah man uh, not right now right not and, right and now. it's not nothing personal you have to know it's not nothing personal again yeah. this is why when i said back to the earlier that you think that your spouse is going to know everything about you or they're going to or they're going to mm. they're going to know everything that you need and how to make you happy they're not going to know that that's why you have to have those very concrete um conversations before you get married and if you're married now have them now it's never too late to um have a successful marriage it's never too late it's never too late to get right. it right um it's just you both have to work at it together because if if you know that if I'm having a bad day um, because of whatever else, I'm not. I may not be ready right away, and you shouldn't be demanding of it, being selfish. Because when it comes to marriage, you're mm. not supposed to be selfish. You're supposed to be selfless. And so, if I'm thinking about you, about mm. oh, you know what, he had a bad day. Um, let me give him some time because there are, to be honest, there are men out there mm. who are not sex driven, as society has tried to driven as society has tried to make men be. Yeah. Um, there are men who need time to figure out their feelings and, and be alone, or they may be really tired and worked a 14 hour day 
and they just don't really have it in them yeah. um, to do. Or it could be anything. And I think that we need to be more empathetic to one, towards one another and to put our, our ourselves in each other's shoes so that we can better each other and not hurt each other. Right, right, right. That's that, yeah. Take that so, with you. Take that with you. All right. So one, my last big four, number four, well, for the detailed one, is my spouse will become the person I want them to be after we say I do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> or my spouse will be, will do what I want them to do after we say I do. Oh, so wow. my example for this is, okay, example for this, I when I was married, um, I did not, okay, before I got married, I did not like cigarette smoke. Mm -hmm. I did not like the smell of it. I, did, I, I didn't smoke myself. I hated it. Mm -hmm. um, but when you get with someone that you like and you really like them, sometimes you will excuse or you'll put blinders on um, until you get what you want. Mm -hmm. Okay. So at the time, I didn't know I, really, I wanted to get married until I did. Mm -hmm. And then, but I wanted him in my life. So I was like, oh, you know, he smokes. You know, you, you get all dreamy with it. Oh, yeah, he smokes. Oh, yeah, he does this. But it's okay because I love him. And oh, he loves me and blah, blah, blah. Well, after we got married, I was like, okay, so when you going to stop quitting? Wow. When you going to stop smoking that smoke? When you, <laughs> you going like to stop that, smoking huh? those cigarettes? Yeah, it was, like, it was like, oh, but you was okay when I did it before. You was okay when I drank. You was okay when I smoked. But now, now you want to act like it's a problem. Mm. And that kind of put a little... A little little dent in our marriage because I, I was demanding something of him that he was already when I met him and you cannot try to change your spouse after you say I do mm. again like I said before if you before you get married when you look at them you have to ask yourself if this person never changes mm. am I okay with that for the rest of our lives true and if and if that and if and if your and if your answer is no, then you need to rethink the relationship. <clears throat> Excuse me, you need to rethink your commitment to that person. Because if they smoke and you know they smoke and they have no no reason to stop smoking, then they're not gonna they're not gonna stop smoking just because you say I do. Now eventually he did stop smoking because we we, were, we had a baby on the way. He went on deployment. He was out there and he came back. And he ended up stopped smoking. No, actually, no. Let me take that back. He did not. He didn't even stop smoking because of the baby. I take that back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he did not. Once he went on deployment, he was out in that water for a long time, and he had a little come to Jesus moment. Then he stopped smoking. But it did. But it didn't even take marriage and make him stop, mm -hmm. and a baby didn't make him stop. So you need to remember that you cannot make someone change. Having a baby with them cannot make them change. Mm -hmm they have to want to change on their own True. and you have to accept your spouse the way they are just like you want them to accept the way you are because there are things about you that you don't even know bothers them but they don't bring it up but they're not trying to change you because they've already accepted you mm. so this, this, this. the consequence of that myth is is that you will push that person away Ooh. they will not feel accepted by you they will not feel loved by you they will feel they will ask themselves who did i marry Facts. because you weren't this person when i before we said i do and now you're trying to be something to somebody totally different so don't do that just remember that the person that you marry is a person that you want to grow with like i said earlier um you want to continue to grow and mature with them and if you don't like what they're doing now, they're not going to change just because you say I do. That's not what happens. It's not. It's, 
that that piece of paper is not a magical paper that just changes them. Right. If they cheating on you now, Lord, they not gonna stop cheating on you when you say I do. Mm. Mm. If they're hitting you now, mm. if they're beating you up now, mm. if they are manipulative now, they're not going to change. If they spend all their money all the time, they're not going to change. You have to ex <laughs> you have to look at them and say, if this person never changes, am I okay with that? Damn. And I advise you, you need to think about your life because if because marriage should be an institution where you want to commit to them to life yeah. for life. Yeah. It shouldn't be like a married at first sight, oh, we don't get married, and after eight weeks, we gonna see I'm gonna divorce up. you. Mercy, yeah. right? No, <clears throat> divorce should never be an option, be even before you get married. Mm. It shouldn't be, oh, well, if you do this wrong, then I'm just gonna divorce you. It should not be an option as soon as as soon as you get married, mm. because marriage. That's why I say marriages work because divorce have the society now has allowed divorce just, just to be this easy option. Okay. Up, don't want you no more. Mm, don't like you no more. Up, I don't love you no more. Let's just go ahead and get out of this marriage. Mm. So you have to marry for life. Marry for life, not for right now. Yeah, yeah. And those are my myths. And D has a list of other myths. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, and go I'm just over. gonna rattle the, the, the list off. <laughs> yeah. Because um, we went, we got one other area we want to get to before we finish right. up today. Right. Um, so you know. Of course, pastors a lot of time do marriage counseling <laughs> session, and I always right. run the couples that I do um, through this through this list. Um, or sometimes right. I let them read off the list. I'll be like, check out, check the ones that that you think mm -hmm. you might struggle with. Um, and so this, there's a huge long list, but I'm gonna read some of the ones that were like, whew, yeah, for me. Um, and here we go. If I have to ask, it is not as meaningful. We wouldn't talk back about communication back about that one. Uh, right. Yeah. If I have to ask, it's not meaningful. Come on, folks. Um, less romance means we have less love for one another. Mm. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, you got to, yeah, you got to examine. That's what my wife was trying to help me with that. She's like, listen, bro, I'm just trying to tell you. Just chill out. Right. Um, here's another right. one. Our relationship will be better when we have a baby. Oh. Yep. Nah, yep. Son. It won't. Yeah. It's it probably, it's, it, whatever it is, it's going to be amplified. Um, yep. Worse. Yeah. All right. Here's another <laughs> one. Nothing could cause us to question our love for one another. Mm. Oh, that's a good one. Mm. Mm. That's a good Oh, that's a good one. Good lie. Um, here's another one. I believe I know everything there is to know about my partner. Right. No, you That's don't. No, you no, don't, no. brother. Mm -hmm. I'm telling mm -hmm. you, you think mm -hmm. she's this, but there's more. It's an iceberg, right. okay? You see the tent, <laughs> and when you go down levels, down? there's a whole world yes. down there. With its Come own ecosystem and all of that, yeah, dig. <laughs> okay, yeah, man, that's been sounding like I'm bitter about something. Nah, this is I'm just pre telling you. Okay, this there's nothing worse at all. Let's keep going. All right, um, right, here's another one. Love is all you need for a great marriage. Lie. No, no, no. Lie, lie, lie. That's a lie. Um, that's a lie. Yeah. 
uh, you know, email us if you if you want to know more. All right. Um, and then here's <laughs> one of the last ones. I thought it is better to keep silent about something bothering me than to cause unnecessary problems in our relationship. Oh <sighs> man, no, folks. Gosh. Remember, I have gone through all of those. <laughs> these lists are from real situations, man. That's why they be hidden. Oh, That's man. Why they be hidden. I'm sure we've all experienced these. Um, I remember, uh, I'll put a little twist on that last one and then we'll, we'll, we'll move forward. I remember okay. uh, when, when my wife and I got married and that was our first time living together. So mm-hmm. we're unpacking. And just just things like putting this here, like oh no no the cups don't go there, they yeah. go here. Wait, what? No, nah, mm-hmm. they go here. What about you know, having right. that little to that. Okay, well but let's do this this way. Let's do that this way. All of those things right. are part of your relationship and getting to adjust to each other. Like this it's a whole new world. And I remember right. that um she was kind of sh- like like a little bit down because she was like, Oh my gosh, this is the first week living together and we argued so much right right what is going on with us and not to the point of like oh my god we're gonna get a divorce but it's like dang right we we've been dating we've been hanging out right. tons and we mm-hmm. this didn't happen but now that we're right. living together and doing life together yes yeah got mm-hmm. this situation so folks get ready because these things are not deal breakers they're, they're not even they're not even red flags they're just they're they're notifications you know like you get a notification in your computer right. such right. and such is happening uh take a look right. at it these are notifications mm-hmm. to let you know that reality still exists even within the bubble of your marriage life um yes yeah so i want to yes. i want to i wanted to 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 add this this piece um and we were, and we were, we were, we were kind of talking about it before. Biblical ideas of marriage. We're coming at this from a Christian perspective, and so um, I think these are some principles, regardless of if you're religious or not. This is this is good things to reflect on in terms of right. like building healthy marriage relationships. Um, so, right. so there's two concepts I want to talk about. The first one is this concept of two becoming one. Um, and I'm going right. to read some, I'm going to read some scriptures on it that talk about it. So the okay. first time that okay. this concept, we see it in, in, in the Bible is right there at the beginning in, in, the, in this creation story. But let me read it to you like this, because I want to talk about the importance of a partner. That's, that's what I hope that mm-hmm. you can think about as I'm reading this. It says, so the Lord okay. said, <clears throat> it's not good for man to be alone. Mm-hmm. I will make a helper suitable for him. And out of the ground, the Lord God formed every animal of the field and every bird of the sky and brought them to the man to see what he would call them. Whatever the man called the living creature, that was its name. The man gave name to all the livestock and the birds of the sky and every animal in the field. But for Adam, the, the man... There was not found a helper suitable for him. So the Lord God caused him to, to uh, have a deep sleep, to fall, uh, a deep sleep to fall upon him, and, and he slept. 
Then he took one of the ribs and closed up the flesh in that place. And the Lord God fashioned into a woman the rib which had which he had taken from the man and brought her to the man. Then the man said, at last, this is bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she has, uh, she was taken out of man. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh. So I wanted to read that because a couple of points to, to make. Everybody probably knows that man and um, man and woman join together and become one flesh. They've heard that, right? At weddings or whatever, not. But if you hear it in context, there's a couple things to think about. The first thing is partnership is important. I think yes. God took... Mm -hmm. Adam through that whole process of, oh, let me name these animals. Let me, let me, let me, let me think. What are the unique characteristics of this creature in front of me that I can name it and, and know it? And I see how those two things go together. Went through that process with all of those animals and, and birds and creatures and everything. And through that process, realized mm -hmm. that partnership is important. But also realize that not just any partner is the right partner. Right. It's not just any partner. Um, uh, the the it, it had to be some part, some, a partner that is complementary to you. Humans right. need humans, right? Right. Um, because right. the commitment is real, and the commitment is deep. Right. If you don't have right. the right partner, your commitment is. It, it'll be real, but it might be real trash. Right. If it is not deep, if it is not uh, something that you are saying, yo, yo, we, we are in this for the long haul. That's why it comes right, to that thing right. of one flesh. Like, literally, you got to start thinking differently about your own identity and in, in, in existence. I want to say uh, there's one more passage I want to read that talks about that one flesh idea. All right. And okay. um, what I want you to think about as I'm reading this um, is hard headedness and hard heartedness. Okay. Okay. Um, so okay. this is in the New Testament. That was creation at the beginning of the Bible. This is in the New Testament. Most Christians okay. um, are, are reflecting on. So this is in the book of Matthew, chapter 19. And it's, here's the story. Some Pharisees came to Jesus, testing him and asking, is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any reason at all? And he, Jesus, answered and said, have you not read that how that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female and said, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. He repeated it. Therefore, what God has joined together, no person is to separate. They, the Pharisees said to him, why then did Moses command to give her a certificate of divorce and send her away? Then he, Jesus said to them, because of your hardness of heart, Moses permitted you to divorce your wives, but from the beginning, it has not been this way. Been and this I way, say yeah. to you, whoever divorces his wife, except for sexual immorality, 
and marries another woman commits adultery. Wow, mm -hmm. that is tough. Mm -hmm. um, now, let mm -hmm. me say something before I kind of give the points here. And mm -hmm. this is what I want people to understand about scripture. This is not like some factual, somebody was inside, oh my God, he's, he's, he's opening the man up. He's taking something out of him. Oh my goodness, he ripped a rib out. Now he's forming something. Like it was no, there was no like reporter sitting there on the side. Understand that mm -hmm. scripture has a lot of different nuances, a lot of artistry, a lot of right. goals that it is trying to accomplish. And so it is more important for you to recognize the universal, con not more important, but it's very important for you to, to be able to distinguish between specifics and universal context and context mm -hmm. of things, because you are going to run yourself into the ground um, trying to live your life right. on the specifics of scripture, which is centuries ago. And it had nothing. To, it's very different from our world right now. So in this right. context here, um, you got to think about some things. One, this two become one, right? Marriage is deep, right? It is not to be played with. It is a life altering, personhood altering type of situation because it's to your core, right? You're, t you're actually talking now about changing your very being, your, your identity. You are no longer one person. Je the reason why Jesus is like, yo, I am going to repeat this to become one flesh now because I want you to think of your life with your wife as you think about your own body. If you could cut yourself literally in half, like take a saw and saw yourself in half and live like that, that's the only way that you should think that you could live apart from your partner now. Your partner mm -hmm. and you are literally like one in 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 your in your in your joiny jointedness or whatever so right understand the deepness of that um according to the bible you're supposed to basically thug it out ride or die um to the point of death like that is how serious the commitment is that's what they're stressing here Okay, we're gonna we're gonna mm -hmm. say something about that in a minute. So don't right. everybody don't freak out. But the, the the what you what you gotta understand about that is the seriousness of the commitment. You really are like 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 Tierra Monique said. Think about it to the point of forever. That is what it is about. Right. But note this provision. It's this only sexual immorality. Again, kind of focusing on the seriousness. It's like you can't just be like, oh, man, I'm tired of this dude. Where the where the court where the courthouse at? I need the papers. Right, right. You know, oh right. man, I didn't know marriage was gonna be like this. So this girl is wearing me out. Where are the papers? You know, right. no, no, no. This is not willy nilly. This is not that thing. Um, again, we're gonna. I'm, I got a note for you at the end, but just remember the biblical the the emphasis in the Bible is this is a serious, deep commitment. Take <laughs> it that way and and enjoy it love it cherish it and hold it um deep commitment understand that the last biblical thing that i want to share with everybody is um this idea about partnership and service all right um and this is also a new testament this is um this is also from the new testament it's found in ephesians chapter 5 verses 22 through 33 it says this and a lot of people don't like this these days. Wives, submit yourself to your own 
husbands, <laughs> your own husbands, as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ also is the head of the church. He himself being the savior of the body. But as the church is subject to Christ, so also the wives ought to be to their husbands in everything. Right. But that's not where it ends. Men, listen to the rest of it. Husbands. Mm -hmm. Right. Love your wives. How though? Mm -hmm. Just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her so that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her, da-da-da-da-da, all that stuff. I'm going to go skip mm -hmm. down a couple verses. So husbands right. also ought to also love their wives, their own wives, by the way, mm -hmm. as their own bodies. Right. He who right. loves his own wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourished and right. cherished it, just like Christ also does for the church. Because we are the parts of his body. It's like, think about the church as Christ's body. God take care of his body. Just like humans, we take care of our body. For this reason, right. here we go again. Man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. Right. This, this, right. this like through the Bible is always talking about this. The mystery is great, but I am speaking with reference to Christ and the church. Nevertheless, if uh, as for you individually, each husband is to love his own wife in the same uh, the same as he loves himself and the wife must see to it that she respects her husband. All right. Now, here's a couple of things I want to say about this. And please jump in when you if you got. Okay. Something. Okay. Okay. Correct? Um mm -hmm. A lot of people don't like this, especially women today because it's like independent women F the patriarchy. We are strong. We don't need men to. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't. We're not. We're not. We're not subjecting ourselves to men. That is not uh, the way mm -hmm. things should be. Yes. To a. To a. So. So I. I agree with that. In. In. In the sense of yes, women have their complete own agency, identity, and value in Christ. It is not mm -hmm. to be subjected under the you know the control of a man all right um mm -hmm. that is absolutely not the way to think about this you have to think about this in terms of partnership all right and here's and here's why it seems like that because the way it's stated it still sounds like well the man still has the advantage like the woman has to subject herself to the man and the dude just has to love his wife but let me give you a little bit of history. This is why it's important to know context when you're reading the Bible. Okay. So in the Roman empire, when this was going on for history buffs out there, you know, the Rome, there was a time where Rome ruled the, the, the mm -hmm. known world. Right. So the way that the Rome set up their empire is, uh, through this thing they called the house to full. And that's a, just a term that means the house rules. Right. Mm -hmm. So in these house rules, they said, we are going to set up every home in the empire like we want the empire to be set up. So basically, every home in the empire, the man is the Caesar or the emperor. And every and all the rules was like, husband, submit yourself, or wife, submit yourself to your husband. Kids, obey your father. Slaves, obey your master. Everything was directed at the man. Mm -hmm. What actually we see in this scripture is 
radical and progressive because it does say, hey, wives, submit yourselves to your husband. But then it says, husbands, submit yourself to your wife as well. It doesn't right. use the word submit. It says love. But if you look at the definition of the description, it's like you need to sacrifice everything to make sure that your wife is completely taken care of. The way that Christ sacrificed himself for all of us humanity, that's mm-hmm. what you that's how that's how deep you need to be taking care of your wife. If you ain't doing that, you're not doing your job, buddy. Right, right. Right? right. So so mm-hmm. it's it's a two way. It's like it's it is. Yeah, it's a two way thing. And we got to remember um, this is in, the, you know, think of as you're thinking of it, like in the context of that society, this is mm-hmm. these are the ways that men and women had the power to demonstrate their devotion for each other. So for the man, they want respect. So Paul's like wives, respect your husband for the women. It was not just love, not just words and like surface level actions, self-sacrificing love. You were doing absolutely everything to make sure that your woman is taken care of, that your lady is feeling valued, that, that everything is provided for her, that you are checking on her, that you are making sure every right. single thing, every single need, right? Because that's what God does when he says, I will supply all your needs. I will give you everything you need. That's right. what the man is supposed to be doing for his right, wife, right? right? Not right. thinking of her as some maid or servant in the house. No, 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 no. She's not your slave. Right. She is your valued partner that you are self-sacrificing to make sure uh, she's taken care of. Um, so right. I wanted to, I really wanted to make sure that people understand those two points. This, the deep connection and commitment. As if it is your own flesh. That is how you're committed to your partner. And the way that you love each other is service and partnership and teamwork. Doing everything for each other to mm-hmm. lift each other up. Um, as you said a couple weeks ago, um, it's a competition to outserve each other. Right. Because you know? we're supposed to submit to one another. And mm-hmm. submission doesn't always mean... Well, no, I'm sorry. It doesn't mean. Submission does not mean... I am inferior to you. Right. Um, and you are my boss. Submission means that we're going to submit to one another. As a wife, you submit to your to your husband as a leader of your home who is supposed to be submitted to God. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then the husband is submitting to his his wife by loving her as he loves himself. And if you love yourself <laughs> like you're supposed to love yourself, then that is how you're supposed to love your wife Absolutely. basically put it putting her before because usually in a sense when we love ourselves sometimes we love ourselves selfishly to the point we put ourselves above other people so that's mm-hmm. the way that you're supposed to love your wife putting mm-hmm. her um putting her before you in a sense making sure that she is well taken care of and well protected at all times because men men need respect and women need love Mm-hmm. So that's good. Mm-hmm. That's really good. I need love, as LL Cool J said back in the day. Right, right, um, right. Now, here's the important point that I want to make about this because mm-hmm. sometimes people get it twisted. Mm-hmm. Just like we were talking about polyamory and open relationships. Right. right. Mm-hmm. The 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 whole marriage commitment, <clears throat> divorce, that whole realm. Right. Is not a salvation issue. Right. It is a quality of life issue. Okay. Right. The church 
has missed the forest for the trees on this one, okay? Mm -hmm. um, because there are some churches that will, like, you cannot get divorced. You are damaged right. goods. You have committed the worst sin. In the, no, no, that's not it. First of mm -hmm. all, to try and force that type of thinking on people is unrealistic and oppressive, okay? Yes. This yes, is yes, not... Yes. Um, what, this is not ministering to people in need as a church. That's you're, 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 You've now stopped doing your job if you're trying right. to impose this type of thing, right? right? Um, you've got to be practical. You must be practical, all right? You have to be realistic, all right? Abusive relationships, those that abused person, they need to get out of that relationship. Right. Point blank, exactly. period, all right? Mm -hmm. um, sometimes things don't work out, even after serious tries. Like, you can do some marriage counseling. You can you can try and, and, and spend some time apart to try to work on yourself and come back together, and it still doesn't happen. Sometimes those things happen. It is unrealistic for you right. to stay in that commitment, right? God does not right. command us to torture ourselves. Exactly. Right? We, we are to live life to the fullest. Sometimes part of living life to the fullest is experiencing a life lesson and growing from it. Yes. But yes, but yes. not but not keep sub continually subjecting yourself to that um, that torture or, or that bad situation. Um, right. Right. And, and, and in terms of the church, again, sometimes we misinterpret the scriptures. We f we we mix up the specifics for the context, right? You got to think about right. the culture, societal practices. You got to think right. about women's socioeconomic status and abilities. That has changed over time uh, because we've, we're, you know, in some senses, we're kind of getting our heads a little bit together on that. Um, right. Women are no longer looked at as property. I mean, you know, right. in the general sense, some knuckleheads still do think that, but right. In, in general, women are not property. This is not like a solely legal agreement. Okay. Right. Um, and the most important thing, most important thing, most important, this is, why, this is the last thing I'm going to say about this. <laughs> God loves and values us the right. same. Mm, there is yeah. no such yes. thing as damaged goods yes. with God's that it, that yes. there's no such thing as damaged right. goods to God. All right. Um, and mm -hmm. I want to give a little antidote an anecdote on this. Um, I remember when I was at a church and I was preaching a sermon on God's unconditional love. And afterwards, this woman came to mine and my buddy Icky uh, that we do the, uh, the Urban Prophets podcast with. We were right. working at a church mm -hmm. together. And uh, this woman came to, our, to, to, to the office where we were talking. And she was like... She was kind of excited, but she was kind of confused and she was kind of down. It was it was such a weird like vibe she was given. Right. And she asked, she was like, are you guys telling me? Almost like mad. She was like, right. are you telling me that God loves you no matter what? I said, mm -hmm. yeah. And, you know, Icky's like, yeah. And she's like, but what if you do something wrong or what if you make a mistake? And we were like, right. yeah, God, God still loves you. You just work through the mistake. And she was like, I have been in terror for the past month or so oh because goodness. she was like, I just got a divorce and I'm so sorry that I got the divorce. She was like, I, he was, he was so abusive. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't take it. I had to get a divorce. She was like trying to convince us, like sell us right. on it being okay for her to have the divorce. And we were like, yeah. 
Of course you have to get out of that relationship. But she was feeling, because she said her grandmother had taught her from a long time ago, if you get a divorce, you're going to hell. So she was literally living this whole past month thinking that she was doomed to hell. There was no hope at all for her because she got a divorce. And now she's going to be looked at as a scorned woman, as damaged goods, as this this person who has violated the will of God. And just us telling her that one thing, no, man, God loves you totally uh completely right. the same as as before you had the divorce or not and right. she it, dude it was so then that's when it was cool because it was like the realization came to her and she was like really like god really loves me really we're like yes mm-hmm. and she had and so you could see that just this weight was lifted off of her so i want to say that about this whole thing with 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 marriage it is a tough journey of navigation sometimes it works really well sometimes you may start to try your hardest to to work it and something just it's just not going but it does not change your relationship with god it does not like put your salvation in jeopardy or anything like that it is Mm -hmm. just about a quality of life how do you have the best quality of life um right that's that's what i want to leave you out but how you want to finish us off for today yeah i think that that's uh that it it, scripture is all about interpretation one's Mm. interpretation and the way someone interprets it at the time when whatever they're going through and some things can be passed down from generation to generation without any kind of validity and um Telling somebody that they're going to go to hell because they got divorced is, is awful. It's awful. That's yeah. why you have to. That's why you have to know the scripture for yourself. Mm-hmm. And you can't go based off what your pastor says. You have to know it for yourself. That's why mm-hmm. it's important for you to open up your Bible and read what you're supposed to take. The take what your pastor says, your minister, anyone, anyone in your family. Um, don't allow their relationship with God to be your relationship with God. You have mm-hmm. to have your own relationship with God and. And know it for yourself so that you will know that God does not condemn us for for those type of things, you know. You know, we just and and in anything, you ask God for forgiveness and you keep it moving, moving, knowing that He forgives you, and then you forgive yourself. And um, mm. and yeah, that's it. That's it. But um, there's nothing wrong with getting married. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong no, getting married. No, just make sure you uh, just be prepared. Yeah. Be prepared. Right. No, no, right. just come to it with reality. Yeah. Right, right, and and know your why for getting married, and make sure that your your why for getting married is for the betterment of both of y'all, and not just for yourself. It shouldn't right, be right. A, a selfish thing. It should be a selfless thing. And my quote mm. for today is: If you're not ready to serve, you're not ready to marry. So if, if you're not ready to serve mm. each other and to be there for one each other, and like D said, to um, submit to one another um, then you're not ready to marry and so and it's okay if you're in a committed relationship right now even if you're engaged and you realize that I may not be ready right now it's okay to extend the um, the engagement out until you're ready it's a, it's good to go ahead and go to counseling whether it's at your church or is at an actual therapist office or virtual now they have virtual counseling mm-hmm. it's okay to get that necessary those yeah. necessary tools so that when you do Go ahead and get married. That is, that you have the equipment that you need to have a successful marriage, and know that um, all these myths um, are not real, and that you can get through it successfully and have a, a nice, happy, happy 
marriage. <laughs> That's what we all want. If you, if you desire marriage, you desire it for it to be happy. Mm-hmm. No one wants to go into marriage thinking about uh, divorce and separation and all stuff like that. So that's it. That's it. Right, right. That's it, y'all. That's the so way So we thank you goes. so much for joining us today. Peace, peace. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share. Until next time. Share. Until please. next time. Peace. Please. Peace, peace. <laughs> <laughs>